book could be number one. I was really very excited about it because basically the message of The Secret is the message that I've been trying to uh, uh, share with the world on my show for the past 21 years. The message is that you're really responsible for your life. You are responsible for your life. I've known this, I, I've known this since The Color Purple. In 1985, I've probably told you the story when I did The Color Purple, but in 1985 I did The Color Purple. Prior to that I had read the book, Larry. Now, this is, a, this is when I got the secret thing, but I didn't know it was called the secret. I read the book, The Color Purple, and then went out and got books for everybody else I knew. And I was obsessed about this story, obsessed about it. I ate, slept, thought all the time about The Color Purple. I moved to Chicago. I get a call from a casting agent asking, would I like to come and audition for a movie? I've never gotten a call in my life from anybody for a movie or anything like that. And I say, is it The Color Purple? And he says, no, it's a movie called Moonsong. And I go, well, I've been praying for The Color Purple. And I go to the audition, and of course it was The Color Purple. I audition. I don't hear anything for months. And I go to this, this fat farm, and I think it's because I'm fat, because I was about 212 pounds at the time. And I think, I didn't get the call back because I'm so fat. And I'm at this fat farm, and I'm praying and crying, saying to God, uh, help me let this go, because I wanted to be in this movie so much. I wanted it, I wanted it, I wanted it. I thought I was going to be in the movie. There's all these signs that I should be in the movie. And I go to this fat farm, and I'm praying and crying. And as I'm on the track singing this song, I surrender all, I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. I'm singing that song, praying and crying. A woman comes out to me, and she says, on the track, it's raining, and she says, there's a phone call for you. And the phone call was Steven Spielberg saying, I want to see you in my office in California tomorrow. Now, what I learned from that, it, that moment absolutely changed my life forever because I had drawn the color purple into my life. I didn't know Steven Spielberg. I didn't know Quincy Jones who saw me in Chicago in 1984. He was, he was there for a lawsuit that was being filed against Michael Jackson because he'd been working on his, his thriller album. And he saw me on AM Chicago and said, that's Sophia. Now, I didn't know him. I didn't know anybody that had anything to do with that. But I knew that I had drawn that into my life, and it changed the way I thought about my life forever. So you're not surprised at the success of The Secret? I am. I'm thrilled for the, the success of The Secret. I think that uh, the message needs to go further because I think the mistake that was made with The Secret is that they tried to, uh, they, don't know who they are, that they tried to let that be the answer to all questions. It's not the, it's just one law. The law of attraction is one law. There are many laws working in the world. But it is very true that the way you think creates reality for yourself. There are other factors going on. So it's not everything, but you really can change your own reality based on the way that you think. Fellow teammates, welcome to another episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, I have to start off today's discussion 
with a quote from Jay-Z. He said, I'm so far ahead of my time, I'm about to start another life. Look behind you, I'm about to pass you twice. Back to the future, gotta slow up for the present. And we're gonna park it right there. We gotta slow up for the present. Because I know every last one of you guys listening in right now have a great vision for what it is you want to do. You have something in your head that you're dreaming of. You want something great for your future. And it's becoming clearer and clearer the more and more I speak. And the more and more episodes I come up with. I come out with. I get it. You have a clear vision and you want to do something awesome. However, it is so important that we stay in the present, that we slow down in the present. Because if we don't slow down in the present, we will miss out on a lot of different opportunities. Whatever it is you have dreaming for you, whatever it is, whatever goal you have for yourself, I promise you, in living proof witness, God has a better goal. God has something better planned for you than you have planned for yourself. And I'm living, I'm living example of that, Okay. And the only reason I could tell you guys that right now is because I figured out a way to slow up for the present moment. I get it. You have a vision. You have something great you want to do. But slow up in the moment and you're going to start to feel and understand opportunities are being presented to you that you never even would have dreamed of. Never would have even dreamed of. Here's an example. Back when I was trying to start up that minor league football team, the Ocean City Sharks, and if you guys have kept up with the episodes, you understand that that was a very, very rough time in my life. I failed completely on my face. <laughs> I, I folded. The team, didn't fo- the team folded. I fell completely on my face. Tough, tough time in my life. What I didn't tell you guys is why I tried to start it. Why I tried to start up this football team, just this random idea of starting up a minor league football team in Ocean City. You know, where, where the hell did that come from? I, I went, I graduated from one of the premier high school football programs in the country. And I feel like I got to go out and start my own football team. It made absolutely no sense to anybody. Here's why. Uh, about a year and a half prior to me trying to start that football team, I had started my company, which is Gym 44. My, the, my baby, the, the, the company that I just love and I knew was going to work. Just everything, everything. I put everything into it, all right? Love it because it, it was something that I was seeing already, all right? When I first started Gym 44, and, and just to give you guys a brief overview of the way it was going to work, so when the website first launched, when I first launched it, the way it works, the way it worked was a coach can make a profile on Gym 44 very much like he could make a profile on Facebook, make an email account, a Gmail account, whatever it is. It was just like that. A coach makes a profile and he posts a tryout. There was a catch though. There was a catch. The catch was that it was going to be $50 to post each tryout. And the reason I charged $50 to post each tryout was because I'm given, I gave, much like I do now, I give coaches the opportunity to advertise on the tryout. So if you go online, you could see it. You'll see there's ad space on each tryout. And every time a coach wants to post a tryout, there's opportunity to post an ad with it, an internet ad with it. And $50 is a steal for internet advertising. All right? Makes sense? I thought it would make sense to them too. All right? I would go, I would spend all my days, I'd go to rec centers, I'd go in 
talk to coaches. I, I expected everyone to understand it, and they just didn't get it. And I was getting so I, I remember I remember this one time. I went to Bowie State University. This was when I was living in Maryland. Went to Bowie State University, and this was a historically black college. And I went and just walked in on the athletic director who was wasn't busy doing anything. He was just he just happened to be in his office. I walked in and this was my elevator pitch. I go in and I say, "Hey, um, are you the guy that we could talk to about sponsorship?" And as soon as I say the word sponsorship, every athletic director is like, "Yeah, yeah, have a seat, have a seat, have a seat." <laughs> So I go in there and I start making a quick pitch. <clears throat> and as I'm telling him about Jim 44, his name, I believe his name was Anton. Anton Goff. Yeah, I'll never forget his name. Anton Goff. As I'm going in there and I'm telling him about Jim 44 and it's starting to make sense and it's starting to click and he's starting to realize, okay, that he, he's kind of on to a concept, but it feels like he's making a pitch. As soon as I said, as soon as as it became something in which might work, Anton just gives me this hard, no, no. Shakes his hand and just gets out, I have to get out of his office. I was deflated, <laughs> teammates. I was deflated because I just walked across the, around that campus. I took, I gave myself my own little campus tour and I was looking at all these pictures of the great Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. Like I mentioned, this was a historically black college. So that, that one really deflated me. I had a lot of no's, but that no was probably one of the worst. And anyway, after that, I just said, you know what the hell with this? I'm going to try to start up my own team. And once I start up my own team, I'll use Jim 44 to start my team. And then, I could, and then the message gets across to all the other athletic departments or programs. And that's what I tried to do. Now, when I was first starting the Ocean City Sharks, again, just they, there was so much excitement in the city, like I, I previously told you guys in a few episodes ago. I met, well, I went and I set another meeting with Coach Wood from Salisbury University. Salisbury University is a great guy. Sherman Wood, I remember my high school coaches speaking very, very highly about him. There's a good connection between Salisbury and good counsel. So I met I went and I met up with Coach Wood, and Coach Wood was gracious enough to give me his entire advertising list. It's all the people, like these are all the people that spent advertising dollars here at Salisbury University. So you see the difference now. Now this, so Coach Wood was another African American guy, just like Anton Goff. And not to get off topic here, but you see the difference, teammates. <laughs> and Coach Wood is not the athletic director. Coach uh, Anton Goff was. This was his job to, to maybe help out and see what ways we can connect. Coach Wood didn't have to do that. He gives me his entire list of advertisers. So it's not a black or white thing at all. It's just a matter of are you willing to stay persistent? Are you willing to go out and continue and continue to have these means? Are you willing to get doors slammed, on your, slammed in your face? There's certain people in this business that will look out if you stay persistent. All right? So Coach Wood gives me that list, and I take it home, and I'm just calling everyone. I actually get a meeting set up her, with, uh, with, her name was Allison. Her name was Allison, and she represented Buffalo Wild Wings, the sports bar. And we know Buffalo Wild Wings is a major player. They're always dishing out cash for sponsorships, always trying to figure out ways to raise the funds for whatever new athletic program is in need. So I set this meeting with Allison all the way in Salisbury. And boy, I was excited. I was just pumped because I knew I had something. I knew I had a good idea. 
Now, the sit-down with Allison was one of the most informative and one of the most important things that has ever happened to me in my life. Because, again, I, I didn't lead with the Ocean City Sharks. I'm telling her now, this is where you're going to see your ads. You're going to see your ads on Gym 44. All right, you're going to see your ads here, and we're going to use this platform to build this team. And then as people are starting to catch on, that's the vision. And it was, it was very difficult for her to understand at first. In fact, she said something to me that really stuck. She go, because, you know, she was, she was a marketing girl. She was a woman that, that majored in marketing. She knew her stuff, and she wanted to understand it. She wasn't like most of the, the coaches that I dealt with and most of the athletic directors that I've dealt with. She wanted to understand it because she has to be at the front end of a lot of these new ideas, new fundraising ideas. And Allison goes, you know what? As, the problem is, Aswan, this is what Allison said to me. She goes, the problem, Aswan, is you know what you're doing in your own head. <laughs> that moment changed so much for me because I started to realize, wait a minute, I'm moving at a pace. I'm moving at a pace that's way too fast. Much like Jay-Z said, gotta, remember, got to slow up for the present. I'm moving really fast and I'm leaving some people behind because they're not getting, they're not getting what I'm saying. You're, you're talking about one thing. Yeah, they're interested in another thing. So this is how the meeting ended. Allison pretty much just told me the idea back to me. She goes, okay, let me, let me, let me internalize this. And she just repeated what I said. So you try to start this team, and you have already have a platform in which you can advertise. You can have sponsors advertise this, and you're going to get all these players together, and then there's going to be other teams and other organizations hopping on Gym 44, and you'll be running your flagship or your main organization in Ocean City while everyone else just sort of catches on with what you're doing. Boom! <laughs> Man, I was pumped. I was pumped because she got it. Now, granted, there was no money exchange. I never got the sponsorship. I never got any money from Buffalo Wild Wings at all. Didn't happen. But it was such a rewarding feeling to finally connect. Finally connect and really see where it actually fits in. I actually heard Mark Cuban say this one time. He said, that when someone wants to be successful at something, if they'll go out and see if it's a good idea. You won't ask. You're going to go out and set meetings and, and see how good of an idea it really is and what are the proper elements and what are the kinds of things that it needs to, where you need to be in order to make it work. So teammates, a couple months later when I was running out of gas and the Ocean City Sharks idea, I just had to let it go. I was in Dover, Delaware. I was in Dover, Delaware because I wanted to connect with Delaware State. And I wanted to have, uh, the plan was to have a camp, have camp at Delaware State. Luckily, I had an uncle who lived in Dover and I spent a few weeks in Dover, Delaware just trying to get the idea generated, trying to create some, it was pretty much my last gas. I'm just throwing haymakers at people, <laughs> throwing haymakers, trying to get somebody to give me some cash for this idea. And I was in a library, I was sitting in a library, I was doing something, I was doing something. It was probably, you know, sending some emails, doing something. And I see this guy who just, just opened up a barbershop. And he's out there, you know, he's hustling, he's soliciting and handing out flyers and doing this and doing that. Just out there grinding, a lot like myself at the time, right? And then I go to him, I say, hey, you know, I have a better platform in which you can advertise. You could save yourself a whole lot more money if you advertise on Gym 44, and I sit him down at my laptop. I show him. I show him the way the website works and all that stuff. 
And boom, he writes a $50 check right there for me. Hallelujah! I mean, teammates, that was the most rewarding $50 that I have ever received. Because at this point, I knew where my company connected. I knew who exactly I needed to talk to. I need to be talking to the hustlers, man. The ones that are on the ground, owners of their business, and they're saying, I want that. That was his specific words. He goes, I want it. 50 bucks, done. In fact, he had called whatever, there was an advertising firm that was about to charge him a couple thousand, and he called them and canceled them right over the phone. That's it, teammates. That's it. That, that's the way it works. That's the way it works. If, if I had let Anton Golf and, and Allison and all these people that were telling me the idea doesn't make sense and all this other bullshit, if I had let them get to me too much, then I never would have saw that opportunity. You got to go out and see it and be in the present. All right, teammates, be in the present. When you see someone that's doing what you're doing, boom. Be in the present. If I was so focused on the future, I wouldn't have got that $50 from him, and I really wouldn't have the vision I have now. Now, it's not the, the $50 doesn't even exist. I, the, the change I made to Gym 44 was one simple change, is I made it free to post. It's free, and there's no charge to post a trial. Now, you can go on there as a user, and if you got someone that you want to advertise or that's willing to advertise, all that money goes to you, and that deal is done. It's only my job now to keep the platform strong, to make sure Gym 44 exists. So it's just about continuing to create shareholder value, much like I told you guys a few episodes ago. That's all it is, that's all it is for me now, creating that shareholder value. And I pray that every last one of you gets to that place with your vision and gets to that place with your company because it's such a beautiful place to be. And I'll close with this. The Bible, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Habakkuk. Habakkuk 2 verse 2. When God said, write the vision and make it plain. Please do yourself a favor, jot that down. Write the vision and make it plain. When I first started this, when I first started Gym 44, it was about a 30-page proposal (laughs) that I sent to National Scouting Report which was the scouting company that I worked for right out of college. I sent them a 30-page 30 30-page 30 proposal trying to get them on. And you know what they did? They took those 30 pages and they shoved it straight up my ass. And they said, go fuck yourself. We don't want to use it. Doesn't make any sense. This, that, and the third. I did not stop. I didn't quit because I knew I saw it for myself. I saw athletes coming in and out of the gym, and I said, there's something that can be done. I understood that there's a problem with all this third-party bullshit, and we as coaches, we as adults, we as young, innovative people that have Facebook, that grew up in Instagram and grew up with all these social media channels, we can do something to make it right again. We can. So teammates, believe me, whatever's in your heart, whatever's in your mind, Whatever vision you're thinking of right now as I'm talking, just keep going. I'm telling you there's a place for it if you believe. Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We'll talk more soon. Let's talk about what it means to dream because I found it fascinating that you believe in vision boards. 
I find that fascinating. Man, if I didn't have no vision board, I'd be in trouble. I, you got to keep it in front. It's on my laptop. It's it's the screen on my phone. It's on my iPad. It's on my desktop. That in is Chicago. so amazing, Steve. Like ten years ago on the Oprah show, I was talking about vision boards, and people were like, "Ah, uh, 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 that doesn't work." You are living proof. It absolutely does. You have to have a vision and a plan to execute, so that every step moves you in the direction of vision. So let's talk about your vision board. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's uh. It's got some stuff on it I can't share with people. <laughs> Y'all would really be looking at me crazy, man, if you saw what it was. But my vision board is incredible, man. One of the things that uh, my wife and I have on the board is we want to send 10,000 children to college paid for. I go full scholarship, just her and I, not through corporate funding. Yeah. But we want to get there where we can do that. You know, we want to uh, we want to explore Africa and do more for the infrastructure over there. So people are like, you went over there with the school, yeah. so they could have more ways to trade. The big problem is no roads and infrastructure. So trading within the continent is off. You know, uh, we, we would love to do things for the um, violence here in this country, but we, we, that's a whole nother project. You know. Um, that's all on your vision board, things oh, you want to do and accomplish. The money, the, the type of plane I would love to have one day. Uh, it's actually the inside of Tyler's plane. <laughs> but you also have what I thought was interesting. You have, like, in, in the sleeve of your cuffs and you have in your pants, like I heard, 3.5. See, when Oprah was on TV, she was one of the few people that ever had double digits. You can't get double digits on a daytime show anymore. Ratings, you, yeah. You can't do that because of the way t TV is now. Yeah. But if I get a 3.5, that sends my show through the stratosphere for daytime TV. So what I do is on a lot of my pants that I get tailored, I, I have the tailor put 3.5 in the pants. I put... Uh, I put sayings inside the hem of a lot of my pants. And I do that because I constantly have to keep those goals in front of me. You know, I, I, I know how much money I want in the bank. I know how much money I want to make a year. I have a goal. It's all there. I, I know what I want to do for my family. What I'm trying to do for them is create a life for them that my parents were unable to give to me so that when I leave here, that my children get a little bit better jump than the one I had. Well, actually, a lot better jump than the one I had. So somebody, uh, Jennifer says, life is what happens when you're busy making plans. Should my plan be solid or flexible once I'm clear on what I want? Well, it's a combination of both, but you got to get tunnel vision to, to, to reach your goal. You have to put blinders on and say, I'm laser beam focused on this. But know this, the road to success is always under construction. So just knowing, when you strike out on your goal, you're going to have to get ready for flexibility because it's going to be detours, pitfalls, stop signs, men working, uh, delays, detours going around. That has to be expected. And failure means what? Failure means you've now learned another valuable lesson that pushes you one step closer to success. And means going another direction. And, and, it, and, 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 you have know, to go in another direction. Failure's not the end all. No. People keep getting buried under failure. I bet you that you have failed more times than anyone in this room. Absolutely. I promise you, you have.
I'm willing to bet that I have failed more times than anyone in this room because I have attempted so many things that you have no idea what I've attempted and failed at. But I don't let the failures define It's me. God pointing you in another direction. It's, it's, and, and, and it's clear about that. And you've got to be willing to f go with that bend because that bend in the road is the only way. Success is not a straight line. It is not. It's, it's crooked. It's down in a valley. It's back up over a mountain. Think of iron back with the team. No iron that. R-O-C. Y'all not iron that. Y'all don't see. Clearly because the rain ain't gone. The dynasty. No, not the bend for Sean. Kareem, nigga, it's the gangsta team. We stop your run. One of the reasons that they call us gang freak. We got the reason we got a king of green. If there's better than getting cheddar, that remains to be seen. I'm so far ahead of my time, I'm about to start another life. Look behind you, I'm back to the future. Gotta slow for the present, I'm fast. Niggas can't get how they propose to deal with the perfect present. When I unwrap the gift and the curse in one session. Ain't no living person could test them. Only two wrestling in heaven could be mentioned in the same breath as them. Seven straight summers critics might not admit it, but nobody in rap did it. No. Seven straight summers critics might not admit it, but nobody in rap did it quite like I did it. If you did it, I've done it before. You get it, I had it, I got mad at it, I don't want it no more. And that goes for everything from flipping the bro, flipping hard, flipping vocal cars. Don't get it twisted, get it right. Did it different, did it better, did it nice, did the impossible. Now let's do it.
Nothing 